Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And as everybody knows, the reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because every Monday from 2 till 3, we're here on Radio Italia Uno, right here in Adelaide in South Australia. And then we are podcasted, thanks to Ron from Podcast City, Ron and Karen from Podcast City, and it goes out to about 40 different countries or more than 40 countries at the moment uh, around the world. And the people are able to listen to it in their own time zone. And um, so if you want to hear this again, you can just go to podcast and you can find it on whatever podcast you use. Uh, We're on Spotify and a whole lot of others that you can go to and uh, listen to the program again or any of the other programs that we have done. And um, I I just want to say thank you this week to the three or four people. I mean, there's so many. Seriously, I I really thank everybody because I I keep answering those messages as quick as I get them. But there was three or four people in particular that uh, in Pakistan this last month, we've had a huge increase of uh, people listening to our program. Um, And I just want to thank the people who shared the program because, like I say, you know, if you share it with somebody, you're helping them help themselves. And that's what this is really all about. And also, we we mentioned about South Africa, um, how we've got – or through Africa, sorry – how we've got lots of uh, countries now – picking this program up through po- the podcast and also Radio Italia Uno that they listen to it on the computer. But what I didn't know that uh, there's a whole group there now that have been analysing what we're saying and they talk about it amongst themselves and say, oh, I, li- I like that story and, that, and they, they compare notes about what is happening. So I think that's fantastic because, you know, it's all about being happy. It's all about running your own business and being inspired you know, and when we mentioned a few weeks ago that there's this young lad, uh, George, uh, hi, George, uh, in Ghana and um, in the Cameroons and a couple of other countries in, in uh, Africa, how they won the Young Inventor of the Year Award for all of Africa. I got so many messages saying, how do we get onto that? We want to know more about it, you know. So I, I passed the messages on to Peng and uh, Dr. Peng and Miro, who has invented RunLink technology. So if you want to look that up, you can look up RunLink. It's just Run and Link. And it shows you how they were over in Thailand, uh, in uh, different countries around the world, uh, in about eight different countries one, one evening here, and they were running and they were flying the drone here in Adelaide from where they were. And and, and the technology is so easy to program, un, un, unlike uh, previously where you have to write a book of, of notes. So thank you to the people that uh, responded to that and let me know how they're going, you know. So, and also the, the other one, you know, we mentioned in uh, South America, we have a few countries there and a few people. Well, in Argentina and Uruguay, we've got a, a whole group of people now. There's a business uh, group there that are listening to our podcast and they used it at one of their meetings to discuss the topics of how they can use the information that we're sharing. So thank you so much, you know, and I, I you know, I keep saying Ron and I talk a lot uh, about the program and we talk about how it's not me, it's my guests that make this program so popular. So thank you for sharing it. And the the more we you can share it, the, the more people we can help. And that's what that's what my goal in life is. And that's my, what bugs me, you know, to try and get more and more people to just use their passion and use their uh, God-given talent to share it. And the more you share your information, you don't lose it. You gain it, you know, by, by sharing it with others, they pick it up and then they can use it. And it's not like you're losing energy by sharing this information. You know, some people think, oh, if I lose it, I'm not going to give my information away. It's not like that. It's, you know, when you're helping somebody, you're benefiting from helping them. You know, that's what I believe anyway. So, and I think that's what's happening. So thank you for keep doing that. But today I have a special guest. I'm lucky enough to have recently met this gentleman, but 
A very, very interesting background and a very interesting career. His name is Henry. Henry, and I'm going to try and kill this surname. <laughs> no, I'll say it the way I think it. It's Shook Henry. Is that close? close welcome, enough. welcome, Henry. Now, how do you actually Thank say you. it? How do you say it? Suhinian. Suhinian. Yep. All right, Suhinian. Okay, so Henry Suhinian is from originally Ukraine. And he's been living in Australia now for over 25 years. Uh, so welcome to my program. Welcome to Happy Business Radio. And thank you for coming. Thank you for inviting me, Peter. Thanks. Yeah. Now, look, it, it's really interesting. Now, you, amongst other things, because you've got a, a quite an academic background, but amongst other things, you've started this new generation of metal extraction. Yes, that's correct. So this is like, you know, some people say, what's that? <laughs> so yeah. what I'll do, I'll ask you to explain to us what this new generation of metal extraction is and how you came about it and what you're doing with that. And then we'll go back and recap on all the other parts of your life. <laughs> yeah, well, certainly, no problem. <laughs> Thank you. The company uh, NGMX, New Generation of Metal Extraction, was born based on the new invention, which is my friend and the business partner, uh, responsible for so he's a chemical engineer mm -hmm. his phd uh, was in a certain type of materials which eventually going growing up application mm -hmm. of this technology in mining oh good like a so, metallurgist metallurg exactly yes, yes. exactly so, i'm familiar with that <laughs> yes. so he just invented a new way to extract metals using mm -hmm. Uh, chemical technology called ion exchange. Mm -hmm. So he's a very advanced guy in uh, as a researcher, as a chemical engineer. Mm -hmm. But suddenly, all this knowledge actually can be applied in mining, and it's, it's great. Yeah. Well, that's what this is. What we talk about all the time: how you can use your knowledge or your experience and in other areas how else can you you know where else can you use that knowledge or how else can you apply it you know and applying it in different ways all of a sudden you have a new invention of of new technologies that and that's how it created yes you know? yes it was a very perfect uh, combination yeah of knowledge which leads to this invention which is Currently developed up to intellectual property, mm -hmm. so we got two patents. Yes, and it was developed up to the level of the prototype mm -hmm. of a plant, chemical plant, right? Uh, which is now will be used for testing mm -hmm. of extraction of a different metals. Wow! In a different way. So copper was our first metal, mm -hmm. but now we work in this University of South Australia and two Indian universities. Mm -hmm in the grant program called Battery Metals from Waste, mm -hmm. which, uh, nickel, which is nickel, uh, cobalt, and rare earth metals. Wow, and yes. we actually, as we speak, yes. we're working on this program and try to apply this technology not just for copper, which we yes. already did successfully tested and it works fine, mm -hmm. to other metals. Well, I remember, like in uh, South Australia, we have the the Iron Triangle. They call it the Iron Triangle from Wayala out north and out there, yes. Iron Knob yes. and that. And they had a whole lot of waste products, you know, and mountains and mountains of dirt yes, that was was it's there. Called tailings, in yeah, mining. yeah, tailings, tailings. tailings. Yes. So I'm, I'm giving a general comment yes, because waste. you know yes. waste because a, a lot of people, if I said tailings, they wouldn't understand it. But but the fact is, we had a lot of this after the process of extracting the iron ore. Uh, the rest of it was dumped. And then somebody invented a way of uh, cleaning that up and getting, like you said, the cobalt and a few other th products from it. And all of a sudden they're making millions of dollars from that mountains of dirt that they thought was yes, used as filling. You know, all of a sudden they're digging it up and reusing it. So this is something that you've also refined. It's correct. It's correct. Excellent. So it's a very big um, attention paid now for reprocessing of mm -hmm. the tailings. Yes. And uh, a lot of people working on these directions. But the catch is, do you actually use the same technologies again just to make it yes. a little bit better? Or you use something completely different to make it even more interesting? Yes. That's what more productive. More yes. productive. And that's interesting. That's like... Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I, I'm into that sort of thing because I did a, a trade in, in the engineering, so I, I'm familiar with that sort of thing. A lot of people may not be, but it's interesting how, like you said, 
just by changing a little process or using something that you can adapt it to something else, all of a sudden becomes worthwhile in a big, big yes. way, in a yes. big, big way. Yes, and that's exactly the, 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 the case. Mm. Because originally technology was developed for uranium yes. in the 80s and 20th century. Yep. But my business partner actually applied for copper. Uh-huh. And now we can't, we're applying it for other metals. Mm-hmm. So it suddenly uh, have a different application, which is… Fantastic. Yeah, works very well. Well, this is what we're trying to encourage all the time, you know, with business and how to run a business, how to, how to be happy in business, how to produce more, be more productive, you know, and, and like not about cutting the number of people, but being more productive with the people you have. And it's not always about employing more people, but it's a matter of having the people that you've got and using the best technology to get the better product. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's it's all about a new way yes. to do things, which is the most inspirational part of a business. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Especially if you're on the inventor side. Yes. Which is <laughs> some of a business are. Oh, I, I think that's fantastic. So so tell me a little bit like you you obviously in Ukraine you were under the Russian, you know, communist rule and it was totally different there. When, at what age did you really want to come to Australia or get out of there? <laughs> well, technically, I'm from Soviet Union, mm-hmm. and I'm from the generation who observed all, this, all these transformations, mm-hmm. and it was a very interesting experience. So I experienced socialism mm-hmm. uh, late, and uh, I experienced early days of uh, capitalism mm-hmm. when everyone around was really not certain what's going on. Yeah. And I saw development of uh, first, um, you know, capitalist relationships mm-hmm. and growing up on, let's call it business, but yeah. um, really it was very wild. Uh, Frontier. <laughs> yes, yes, because it was really not well-settled market, if you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> so it was different interests of a different people uh, who tried to do something, but mainly it was not business as such. It was just aggressive money-making exercises. Yeah. Yes. Quick, let's make as much money as we can, yes, as quick as correct. we can, correct. and to hell with everybody else. <laughs> it's correct. Yeah, yeah, it was something like this. Only when I come here to yeah. Australia, I actually start thinking about doing business different way. Yes. I... Yeah, you mentioned I yeah. was uh, on the academic side. Yes. Yeah. I finished the university, I did my PhD, and I didn't finish it, unfortunately. Right. For, and it's not my call. And I was working in the university, I teach in mm-hmm. the university. Right. So it was very well-developed career path mm-hmm. for me. Right. But after all this crushing um, of the systems around, <laughs> suddenly academic career becoming not that attractive. Yes. Especially financially. Yeah. And I stopped, and I had a young family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first son was born when I was 19. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. So I have to support uh, my family, mm-hmm. and I also have an interest to the music. Right. Yeah. And had few iterations of coming in and out of a music. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't <laughs> didn't succeed as a musician, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I still I play guitar a little bit, but I'm not a musician, unfortunately. Right. So and uh, one of the way to make money was the DJing. Yeah. And if you run something like the you know enterprise style events yes where you actually organizer yes and you are responsible pretty much for everything <laughs> yes, yes including final profit if any right. yes it's uh, already you can be money. classified as a business okay well look what we'll do we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about your first foray into business and what background you had and what inspired you to go into that certainly all right thank well, you well. When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. 
The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them, 8232-3006 to book. Or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home. And just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like Mighty South Aussies when shopping with us. Which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals and great food lives here. Foodland, the Mighty South Aussies, yeah! Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7pm for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Radio Italia 1 Sito internet www.italia1.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I mean, I just want to say thank you to everybody here in Adelaide that listens to the program. And of course, thank you to everybody that's listening to it on the podcast. Thanks to Ron and Karen from Podcast City Adelaide. And we keep saying, but please support the people that support us. And um, this last month, we've had our Radiothon. So thank you to everybody that donated to us. We do our best to give you the best programs, the best music and, you know, your best requests. And of course, any business, any service, whatever you have, whether it's a product or a service that you want to advertise, now is a perfect time to get in touch with us at the office and talk about our, what we can do to help you promote your business. And when you hear one of our sponsors on the program, please go to their shops, use their services. And when you go there, um, just say, hey, listen, I heard you on Radio Italia Uno, and they'll be pleased that their money is being well spent. <laughs> so thank you for supporting the people that support us. But uh, look, my special guest today is Henry Shuhin. Shuhinen. Shuhinen. See, I got it. Shuhinen. <laughs> Originally from uh, Russia or Soviet Union and Ukraine, and uh, 25 years ago he came to Australia. He's been working at the university and... Uh, so he's done a whole lot of stuff. But also, even while he was in um, Ukraine and, and over there in Europe, he started his own business as a DJ. So, you know, let's, uh, tell me more about that. What, what made you want to start your own business? I mean, what, what inspired you to do that? What was the, the, the need to do that for you? Well, in short, love to the music. Love to music. You so just love the music? Love music. Yeah. It was always in my life, yeah. the music. Yeah. And it was always strong desire mm-hmm. to actually do something around the music. Yes. Ideally be a musician. Yes. <laughs> but on some stage, for a variety of reasons, yes. uh, I should drop my dream. <laughs> well, it's not completely dead yet. Yes. <laughs> because oh, no. I'm looking forward to happy retirement. <laughs> and I recently bought a 12 strings uh, Guitar? Fender. Yeah. Wow. Which is my dream. was my dream for nearly all my life. Wow. So, because I love the music, I try to play. We play in a band. Yeah. And in high school mm-hmm. and early uni. But it's always very amateur and absolutely not uh, progressing yeah. well. <laughs> that, so. sounds, that sounds just like me, you know. <laughs> I, I was one of these wedding singers. <laughs> no, well, even on that level, we, yeah. well, we had some, obviously, success yeah. mm-hmm. locally, basically, on, in our... Uh, uh, students' hostel, but yes. it, was, <laughs> it was the end of it. Yeah. And um, uh, we were asked to uh, to perform, mm-hmm. and we clearly understand we're not up to it, so we decide to do something mixed. So we play a little bit, and they also start do the disco. All yeah. right. And again, it was absolutely unexpected, but I was left this microphone, so all other guys start do something else. Yeah. 
And they gave me a microphone and say, hey, you're a DJ. You're Come the on. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes you uh, become the, the business, you know? Absolutely. And so because you, <clears throat> it was in a friendly environment, yeah. you know, and all students, I yeah. pretty much knew all of them. Yeah. It was pretty easy. And I just suddenly start talk and yeah. Yeah, feel comfortable. Excellent, excellent. Well, that's, that's interesting because, you know, we, we talk to a lot of people who would like to do some singing and they go to karaoke bars and they, they sing karaoke or whatever, but they never have guts enough to get up in front of a band. You know, it's funny because some of them, I've heard some are really good. I mean, some are pretty bad, you know, but I've heard some really good singers in a karaoke bar and I say, do you, what band are you with? Oh, no, I'm not with a band. I would never get up in a band. I said, but you got up here, you know. There's 300 people in the room and you got up and sang. You know, what's the difference? Or there's 30 people in the room. What's the difference, you know? Yes. If you start in a friendly environment, yeah, it's obviously much easier. To- so when you came to Australia, did you still do that DJing or was that something that you left over there? Well, yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but certainly no, I don't uh, do it professionally at all yeah. here in Australia. But yeah. I did a few gigs yeah. In particular, I helped my to celebrate my friend's birthday. Oh, yes. So I've got full set of equipment. Oh, excellent. And, yeah, I obviously know how to do it yeah. still. <laughs> <laughs> excellent. But no, no professional. So what other business yeah. have you gone into yourself? Or is, you, is it mostly just the academic tra- teaching? No, no, no. It's uh, teaching. It's, again, it didn't become... It didn't develop up yeah. to this level yes. when I can say this is my career. Yes. I start teaching in a university mm-hmm. and uh, I feel very comfortable to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like to transfer knowledge and see the eyes. Yes. And the people actually try to understand and I say, ah, yeah, I've got it. Yeah. And when I moved to Australia, first obvious obstacle was a language. Yes. <laughs> you know, to be able to teach in the foreign language, yeah. you have to be... Um, Speak properly. Yes, fluent. And it takes me some time to develop the language, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I didn't plan to teach until the moment I uh, had a time management mm-hmm. course. Right. And it was resonate. I really like what they actually try to teach. Mm-hmm. And I clearly understand I can add to it. Mm. I have my own ideas. Oh, good. And I would like to become a teacher. And yeah. I just did certificate four in training and assessment. Yeah. And I plan to even do something myself yeah. like as a teacher, as a trainer. But I ended up to teach in the university. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good, though. So when you first came to Australia, what were you doing there? Uh, we both, um, I come in there, there's my wife and my one and a half years old son. Mm-hmm. And we both were qualified as IT guys. Right. So we're IT specialists. And I finished the uni. My uh, diploma mm-hmm. is the master's degree in economics and wow. data processing. Wow. So it's like a double degree. <clears throat> oh, so, so you're the sort of person that can teach me some things. Um, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I'm unteachable. No, no, no. Uh, I'm yeah. just so far behind on, at the moment with my technology. So, I, I, I mean, I know what can be done, but I don't know how to do it. That's the thing. Peter, it's one of the things. It's non-people who is unteachable. Yeah. It's, not, it's absolutely a wrong uh, statement. Yes, Look, I mean, uh, every person can be trained yes. in something. Well, the funny thing about it was years and years and years ago when I was I had an office and I, I was selling insurance, I was an insurance salesman, and I started my office, which is way down south from the city here, and I was the first, like, outside the metropolitan area. So it was way out. And then the company I worked with started introducing the computers, right, like instead of just typewriters and electric typewriters, they actually introduced computers. And they said, everybody that's outside the metropolitan area, we will send you, set up a computer in your office and we'll get your secretary or your receptionist trained on how to use it. And there's about five or six other offices and they all said, no, 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 we don't want them, we don't want them. We like our electric typewriters. And I said to them, I'll have one, (laughs) you know, and they said, oh, oh, 
okay. <laughs> you know, and one of the managers said to me, oh, we thought you'd be the, the least likely to accept. I said, no. At that time I was young and, you know, eager to learn. I still am. And I said, no, 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 I'd like to have a computer in my office. I'd like to know how to use it and and stay up with the technology. And my secretary at the time or the receptionist we had at the office, and I had a big staff. We had a big staff. Uh, when most of the others were, you know, five to ten people, we had 21 salespeople working from my office. Wow. So I encouraged everybody there to learn how to use a computer. And, and I learned how to use it, you know, but as technology changed and literally every month we had to learn a new page or new something, you know, it was incredible. It was a For me, it was an incredible period of time where technology was moving faster than what we could keep up with it, you know. Yeah, I know it because I'm IT guy. Yeah, well, you see, yeah, yeah. Well, this is what I'm saying. So, but business is the same. You know, everything it, I find is the same. And and this is what I'm encouraging people who are listening to this program to keep sharing the ideas. And the more you share them, the more you learn. You know, correct. and because some people w- were saying to me the other day that, oh no, I'm not going to teach that person. You know, like why should I give him my knowledge? I said, you don't lose your knowledge by sharing it with somebody else. I said, you gain more because you learn how to teach. You know, you learn how to share the knowledge. And I said, you become a better person. Oh, is that how it works? I thought, wow. Yes, it's always mutual, this energy. When you try to explain something to people mm. and you see they actually understand it, you've got very positive vibe back. Yeah. And in most of the cases, you actually have some positive uh, feedback. Well, uh, from, you feel better by helping yeah, somebody. Correct. Yeah, yes. I, I mean, I know that if somebody's walking towards the door and they've got a parcel in their hand, I say, hang on, let me open the door for you. And yes. I, I feel good that I've opened the door for them. They feel great that I opened the door for them. So we both benefit from it, you know? It's correct. <laughs> But again, when you're in a position when you actually teach, yeah. It's give you all responsibility as well. Yeah, that aha moment. <laughs> yeah, and also, yeah, when you have a different people in the audience, yep. which is always the case, this is the uh, the catch and challenge to mm-hmm. actually make sure everyone understands, yep. okay. even they're in a different level. <laughs> yes. We're going to take a break because we're going way over time, but thank you. Okay. We'll come straight back and talk about that, how, how to share the knowledge. Yo, ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone, granito, marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now. 8266-2280. Unique Stone. We won't be beaten. Come on. Che stai facendo? Yo. Chiama adesso. Hi, this is David Heath, and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music, and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening every Monday from 2 to 3 on Radio Italia Uno right here in Adelaide and, of course, on podcasts around the world. And lucky to say that we have over 40 countries of people listening to our podcast and sending me messages. So if anybody out there anywhere, wherever you are, wants to know more about it. You know, we've done calls to people overseas and I'm happy to interview people or talk to them, have a talk to people. We've talked to people around Australia and around the world and we do it through Zoom, Skype or business. 
you know, and uh, happy to do that. And of course, I keep saying, please support the people that support our station. If you have a product or a service that you want to promote, now is a perfect time to talk to us. We are giving really good specials on advertising and helping you to get your business going. And during the COVID period, we were just helping hand over fist, helping people to get their businesses up and running and helping them to sell their product and their services. So my special guest today is Henry. And Henry Suhini, I'm getting closer. Getting closer. (laughs) Getting closer, Suhini. And he is uh, originally from uh, the Soviet Union and been here for over 25 years and has been a lecturer, has been in business and A few years ago, he got involved in a business called NGMX, which is New Generation of Metal Extraction. And also, he's specialised in technology, really, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, tell us a little bit about that. For about 10 years, we were working together with my business partner, Mm -hmm. who's a chemical engineer. Yep. And he developed a new way of uh, using iron exchange technology. Originally, it was developed for uranium, mm-hmm. for extraction uranium, but he developed uh, this new application, which allowed to extract copper, mm-hmm. and now we're working on extraction of other metals, in particularly nickel, cobalt, and rare earth metals. Wow. Which is classified as a battery metals yeah. and critical metals, and it's very important to have a robust supply yes. of these metals for industry. Yes, yeah. well, copper especially is used for so many things, you know. Yeah, it's uh, very important, especially now, because of all booming these uh, green technologies and electrical vehicles. Yes, yes, yes. And, and all the batteries and all that sort of stuff, the materials we need for that is, is quite incredible. Certainly, yes, and it's, that's why demand for it mm. increased dramatically. Yes, and its supply is not necessarily coping yes. and also subject for some um, influence like geopolitics. Yes, of course. And, and of course, the, the uh, cost of the extraction uh, in the past has been uh, yes. prohibitive. You know, they, Mining, it's uh, expensive business and yes. getting more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> now, you also mentioned earlier that um, you, you work with like cleaning up water from the mining processes. Correct. It's one of the... Um, application of a technology. So right. we're not necessarily doing mining. Yep. Um, we're cleaning yep. leftovers from mining. Wow. Yes, that's we just mentioned about yes. tailings. Yes. Because um, if it's just waste, it's uh, not too bad because usually it's far from the uh, cities mm-hmm. uh, people's uh, where people live. But uh, unfortunately, uh, not all tailings are safe. Yes. And it was multiple uh, examples of the uh, some, you know, bad things happens, like tailing dumps yes. uh, collapsed and uh, they actually leaking uh, some poisonous stuff, poison stuff into the rivers. And polluting and the water polluting, supply. Yes, and it's, yep. it's sometimes um, so bad uh, which is it's a really uh, require urgent action actions <laughs> yes but in most of the cases all this uh, uh, waste it's under government uh, umbrella so yeah. because previous mining companies just abandoned it and the government don't have enough money to properly fix in, it in some of those countries of course they've especially like <laughs> Africa yes, yes or <clears throat> Latin America so it's mm. Even in Australia. Yes. So, uh, interestingly enough, in Australia itself, we've got a few thousands of abandoned mines, mm. which is most of them just um, can't be rehabilitated because mm. it's on the, it's a government liabilities and they don't have enough money or don't know how to effectively... The technology. Yes, technology yeah. is not there to actually pay for it and make it... Um, it's an expensive process, yes. It is. Yeah, it very is. expensive. Exactly where we want to help. Excellent. So we can, we can uh, create well, a win, win-win situation. Yes. Well, obviously, in the next uh, few years, we'll, we'll know more about what you're doing and, and uh, you know. We'll, yes, we'll, we'll, I hope so. We have few projects. 
yeah. uh, in our pipeline and um, some of them actually tailings. Yes. So reprocessing of the mining waste yes, for yes. good. Well, like I'm, I know that up in Wayala, in, you know, in uh, north of our state, there are um, lots of areas there that they've uh, started develop and cleaning it up or trying to clean it up and looking how to clean it up because it's uh, the underground water supply is being uh, affected as well. Certainly, yes. Yeah. It's it's multiple issues, these uh, uh, old mine sites. Yes. And the uh, tailing reprocessing, which effe- effectively clean it. Yep. And also, if we use our technology, we actually extract it. Yep. And it um, makes some money. Yeah. Uh, and this money can be used... To clean to, it to up. To cover, clean yeah. it up. Yes, so it's, as I mentioned, so it's a win-win, win-win situation. situation. Correct. Fantastic, fantastic. I, I love to hear that, you know, especially um, around the world, like you said, not just in Australia or in the civilised sort of countries, but, you know, and the Western countries, but in countries which uh, uh, don't have the money, the governments themselves aren't yes. wealthy. It's the big mining companies go in, take what they want, leave all the rest behind, and then the company is gone and the, the country is left to clean up. It's correct. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's a very common situation. Yeah. Now, you, you're also involved with your um, partner and your um, your son, I think you said, that run a um, computer company or a oh, okay. technology. Yes. So tell um, us a little bit about that. Um, I work for University of South Australia uh, as an IT support person for mm-hmm. 20 years. <clears throat> Wow. Actually, 19 years and 11 months. <laughs> <laughs> that close to 20 years, it doesn't matter. Yes. And uh, it's given me an opportunity to stay tuned to the technology and mm-hmm. keep up these all changes. And also, I, um, I'll be able to teach. So I had two different mm. um, occasions. in uh, Two in different my, roles. Yeah, in my uh, IT career in the university mm-hmm. when I also teach. Yeah, and I teach uh, computers. Wow! <laughs> Obviously, in the university college. Where were you when Ron needed help with his oh. internet here? <laughs> well, call to help desk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, and because I'm uh, still interested in. Yeah. And I met a lot of interesting people during my career, and one of a guy which I um, have a privilege to be. Um, uh, in very close, friendly re- mm-hmm. relationships. He's a very advanced IT guy. Very oh, excellent. Advanced. And um, around him and around me, we yeah. have a group of people who mm-hmm. are actually very IT savvy, and I'm talking world class. Yeah. <laughs> so it's excellent. very exciting. Yeah, that is and, exciting. Yeah, we try to think about some ideas which we can implement. Yeah. And we did few steps yeah. in some directions. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Um, well, we find a few directions which we can participate, but again, it's very, uh, how to say better, very advanced yeah. ideas. But this is, this is what I'm trying to encourage our listeners, you know, to do. <laughs> no, seriously, because, yes. you know, if I said like 10 years ago, you may not have had this same idea. You know, and so somebody who's out there now may already have that idea. Some people was just learning. So there's different people at different steps of this, um, their own growth, you know. Absolutely. And, and, and so what I'm trying to do is encourage people to take a quantum leap, you know, like leapfrog, you know, jump. Correct. Forward, you know, and, and this is what I want to help people. They, it doesn't matter what country you're in. It doesn't matter what state you're in. It doesn't matter where you are. You can pick up information from people such as yourself. You can pick up information from other people, which allow you to make a big jump. So instead of you waiting for the next five or ten years, you can jump to the next five years by talking to somebody like you. This is uh, the essentially the best outcome of yeah. my business activity. Yes, it's ability to share the to information. Find, yeah. Yes, to find the right people and share information mm. and organize this. Uh, you know exchange of knowledge and uh, fusion of different yes. knowledge exactly in the exactly. same tasks yeah. which is well look amazing again we're going to take a break but yeah. we'll come straight back and talk about that for the next five minutes or so about how to share and how to get in touch with you and how to um, get in touch with me like I said if somebody needs some information um, ask me you know I I'm, I won't be able to help you but I'll know who will 
Now, I keep saying that all the time. Ron and I talk about this all the time. If I can't help you, I know I'll find somebody who can, you know, or one of my guests or, you know, my next guest or, you know, one of my previous guests. But, look, let's take a break. Thank you, Ron. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364-9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Hi, I'm David Heath. Join me each Saturday afternoon from 2pm until 5pm with Saturday Sports Scoreboard. No matter what your sports passion, we'll be covering it during our three hours together. I'll be crossing to various sporting events, we'll chat with your favourite sports stars and we'll take your calls. Every Saturday afternoon, 2 until 5, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia Uno sta cercando te! Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you so much. Thank, oh, look, I'm so pleased. Thank you for listening to uh, Radio Italia Uno. We hope that you, obviously, you're listening to us because you like us and we love you. So it's a perfect marriage. Look, we are here every day, every week and 24 hours a day. We, you know, Everybody that does this does it really as a volunteer and uh, helping people to just get the music they want, uh, the Italian culture, the, the English programs uh, give you a lot of information and every other program gives you all the songs you want to hear. And today, you know, I keep saying to you, please support the people that support us. So, you know, go along to the shops, go along to the services. If you need somebody or something or whatever, let me know. And I keep saying this every time and I'll repeat it after, all the time because I say, if I can't help you, I will find somebody who can. You know, we have experts in every field and we have doctors who have researched a lot of occupations and a lot of different things. We have specialist counsellors. We have specialist coaches. 
We have IT people that we can recommend. And, you know, our special guest today or my special guest here is Henry. And Henry is a perfect example of what I'm talking about, how people, you know, come from a different country, come to Australia and make a new beginning. But within doing that, he's also had three or four other things that he's doing, you know, so he's just not done one thing. He's He's been doing a whole variety of other things and he's got his finger in, in several different pies. And even now, He's excited about all the things that are happening in his life, you know. He's involved with this uh, NGMX, which is a new generation of uh, metal extraction, which is one part of his company. He's got an IT company and he's been uh, lecturing and teaching at the university. So it just goes to prove that you don't have to just do one thing, you know. You can do lots of other things. But in the back of his mind or at the front of his mind, he still wants to be a musician, you know. <laughs> so, you know, and he still does DJing. So, you know, we'll have to bring him out and get him to do that for us sometime. So you're never too old or never too young to start learning something new. You know, some people say, oh, no, but he's he's bought a, a Fender 12-string guitar, so he's going to start learning that a lot better. <laughs> and I'm sure he's already playing it quite well, you know. So it's interesting how people limit themselves and say, oh, no, I can only do this. And then other people such as you, I, I really appreciate you coming on t- today. And we, we want to talk about sharing your knowledge. So we were just talking before the break about how important it is to share your knowledge. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because um, every person is good in something. But our side, especially it's important in the business, our side of this, you can't be very good in everything. Yes. And it's major problem for early stages of a business. Because when you just push it forward, it's usually only you <laughs> or your very, very close partners but and friends. <laughs> that's interesting. You know, when you say it, it sounded really important. When I say it, people say, oh, he's saying the same shit again. No. <laughs> you know, uh, I say to people all the time, you need a consultant. You need an outside opinion. Correct. You know, and that's why I recommend getting a consultant. That's why I recommend getting uh, and talking to a mentor and saying, who is your mentor? Who, t- you know, and of course, if you're a coach yourself, who coaches the coach? Yes. Who, who mentors the mentor? Who Who's looking at your business? It doesn't matter what level your business is at, you know, you, you still need to say to somebody, listen, we just want to ask you about our business. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. But it's another side of a business. You really have to be excited about it. Because if you're not, you know, really, really into it, yes. if you don't think about it as a, you know, a very positive yeah. side of your life, don't start it. Yeah. Just work for somebody else. <laughs> it will be, you know. And but do some... give, give the information to somebody else, let them yes, do it. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. Yes. I've got this really good idea. Uh, I don't want to do it. You do it. <laughs> no, no. It's Actually, I can tell a little bit about my IT business, mm-hmm. just give a perspective what actually excited me. The company called Byte, Byte Protec, mm-hmm. it's our company which we started about three years ago. Mm-hmm. So one of the first projects which we shared in between us mm-hmm. was an idea to create an independent self-contained security system All right. which can be easily deployed pretty much anywhere. Mm-hmm. This little backup battery, which is wake up only on event mm-hmm. and uh, can talk to the world via mobile network. Oh, wow. Because most of the home security system have a very serious vulnerability. As soon as you yeah. switched off the power, yes. it's all dead. Yes. Internet, everything dead. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we had an idea to have a little batteries which uh, uh, support... Uh, cameras and batteries Backup. which support the mm. computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if something happens, they actually start working independently from everything wow. using just a mobile network. Yes. It's pretty much covered everywhere. So you can deploy it, for example, on a construction site or yeah. somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Just uh, all you need is just uh, charged battery and Where you go. mobile recovery. Yeah, it was an idea. And about a year later, Arlo, Systems yeah. coming on the market, yeah, and now it's uh, widely available, so you can buy it off uh, electronics. <laughs> so, there you go. second idea, yeah, <laughs> um, you understand how powerful is your mobile phone is mm. now, okay? So, and how expensive is supercomputer? Yeah, if you really need to do serious calculation, and I mean it's serious, yeah, 
you require some computer power, which yep. is expensive. And even if you have access to it, you never have it in full. You always share with somebody yes. else. You've got certain amount of nodes, certain amount of memory and so on. So my business partner in my IT business have an idea to create ARM-based supercomputer, which is ARM-based uh, processor. It's in our mobile phones. Mm -hmm. So each node will cost you like $15. But if you combine it all together and uh, manage it in a certain way, like you can parallel your task, suddenly it's becoming a supercomputer, which costs you... Not like, you know, yeah. tens of thousands of dollars. It's because you're just hundreds or maybe thousands. Yeah. We need to have you back because our, our time <laughs> is up already and we've oh, gone. Oh, it's just an idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. And suddenly you have uh, Fujitsu, yeah. HP, Fuji. and Byte Protect. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just it. You know, something, when you think of an idea, you've got to grab it and run with it. Yeah, now Amazon yeah. successfully use it. Yeah. HP. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, it's just yeah. uh, what excited me, yeah. the level of ideas. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, if you had that idea and you sold it, you know, <laughs> or used it, then, you know, that's it because the ideas are floating in the earth and somebody yeah. else picked it up and started using it and they marketed it before you, that's it, you lost it. <laughs> Look, thank you so much. Look, you've been fantastic. Thank you, Henry. I really appreciate you coming in. It looks like we're going to have to bring you in again soon because I'm sure we'll have some questions and people will send me some information and say, hey, we want to hear a bit more. So, <laughs> You're so welcome. Look, thank you so much, Henry. Thank you for coming in. Look, Henry's been our guest today. and But like I say, if you want to know anything else, write to me, send me a message, and we'll get you information. You can hear the podcast and you'll be able to hear it from Henry. Just give out your email address, Henry. It's a um, web page. Yes. Probably I'll give you my Byte Protect yeah. email HS stands for Henry Suhin, HS yep. at byteprotect.com. Byte as a byte, B U Y T E, protect.com. Okay, thank you very much. And of course, the other one, which is NGMX, NGMX which is yes. uh, au. Look it up and uh, get in touch. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ron, for helping. And thank you to everybody around the world and especially here in Adelaide listening to us on Radio Italia Uno every Monday from 2 to 3 or on the podcast anywhere in the world, anytime you like. Thank you. Bye. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.